You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. It is a special High Hopes radio edition of Final Out. Jack Fritz, James Seltzer with you for the next hour. And that sucked. That sucked. Like, what a frustrating, infuriating baseball game to watch. Fritzy, I had almost forgotten how painful a playoff loss, especially one like that, can be, even though we know what that loss feels like. How you doing, pal? Well, at least they've never had a 4 nothing lead in a game two <laughs> in a division series that has come back to haunt them. Yeah, the name before. Cliff Lee was thrown around quite a bit tonight. Yes. Yeah, man. Um, that was a game that they completely let slip away. They had all the momentum. They had a chance to totally step on a throat. They had their ace absolutely dominating. And what they did tonight, and what I, I'm glad that there's 48 hours off, like, like <laughs> frankly, like I, they need that, or at least, whatever, 24 hours and then a full day. Like, that's one where you just got to take a deep breath and walk away from for a little bit because, you know, that's a game they should have won, and that's a crushing loss. And... and I think this team is tough. I think they're resilient. I think that, um, you know, I like Nick Cassianos' quotes after the I game. I too. I, I think that's important, and I, I like the makeup of this team. But that was a chance to take a 2 nothing lead against your arch rival, against a team that won 100-plus games this year in a tight ballpark that they let get awoken. And, and, and that's what worries me about tonight. Would we have walked into this series – and accepted a 1-1 split in Atlanta, of course. I would have rather have gotten blown out tonight. Yeah. Like, I, I would I would have rather gotten blown out, flush it, you're back on, um, you're back on Wednesday night. I, I, like, losing in that way makes me a bit nervous, James. Yeah, look, I, you, I think you said it perfectly. You know, it felt like 
Atlanta was dead. You know, for the first 15 innings of this series, Atlanta was dead. They were cooked. Like, they were buried. And they gave them life. And and it started with that Turner error and kind of just spiraled from there. And and your point, I mean, Wheeler, you know, obviously until the Darno Homer, you know, arguably as as good as he's ever looked in a Phillies uniform, like one of those type of outings for those first six. And for it to, to spiral like that, it was just... An incredibly frustrating, and the runners left on. I mean, there's so many things you can point to, Jack, throughout the night where it's not just like they they blew a game or whatever. It's a game that they won. Like they won that game, and they just they gave it away. Yeah, um, and I think it starts with the Turner error. Didn't have to happen. Like that's that is just such lack. Of, and listen, they hit a lip. I get it. Get your glove down, man. Yep. Like like. You just you, you awoke the ballpark for no reason. For no reason, you let that place, um, you know, come to life. And, and ever since that moment, it felt like you could just feel it. You could just feel them start to believe. And and like that, those kind of things come back to bite you. Like they just come back to bite you. The runners on base early, yeah, sure. But then a playoff game broke out after the Turner error, and ever ever from that moment on, it was just hold on to your butts. That that is that is what it was. Uh, even with a three run lead at that point, it was still mm, I don't know something kind of feels off here. Now Thompson's gonna get crushed, and and I I, I just for as much as you, you 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 give him a lot of credit for what happened Saturday, that was a masterclass. What happened tonight was was you know his guys didn't go out there and make the pitches in the spots that they needed them to make pitches like. Putting uh, Wheeler back out there, I didn't think was some egregious decision. I assumed I assumed uh, Olsen was going to get on. He got out Ozuna, and at that point, who do you trust more in that situation, James? Do you trust Zach Wheeler, who's been great all night, or Jeff Hoffman against Travis Darnell? Like that's the decision that they pretty much had to make, and and the literal worst case scenario happened. Like the like the only thing that that could have caused a a, a, a tailspin happened. Um, I, I can't believe Riley hit that ball out. I was like, that's a pop up. Like I, I I didn't even think that was a home run, James. Like I, I thought that was a off the end of the bat. He went out and tried to get it, and Marsh is going to get it at the warning track, and and it just it just kept freaking carrying. I mean, of course it's that guy too. I know. Like, of course it's that guy. Um, God, that sucked. God, that absolutely sucked. Yeah, I know. There's really no other way to put it. And you know, there are so many things you can point to. Look, I thought you know after on on Saturday, a, a brilliant managing performance from Topper. Look, I wasn't as upset as a lot of people were. I could see the case, the argument of of you know even after Olsen gets on base to, to take him out for Ozuna. But, you know, I was fine with it. I was fine leaving him in. Darno's numbers against Wheeler, which is why I was in the game. You can make the argument, all right, well, Darno, Darno sees him well. Like, maybe you do make a move there. So I, I certainly am not going to, you know, question people who criticize him there. I, I wasn't as upset as others. But, you know, Topper wasn't as, as on point. And, and, look, guys let him down, to your point. I think the bigger thing, like, Jeff Hoffman comes into that game and has gotten those outs all year long. Like, all year long, Jeff Hoffman has come into a spot like that and come through, and tonight didn't, Jack. Yeah, well, and, and at that point, so if you bring Hoffman in to get Azuna, which which Wheeler ended up getting, and, and getting Darno, like, you're yeah, not you're, pull- us, you're using Alvarado the next inning is the point. Well, but you're not 
you're not bringing in you're not bringing in Hoffman after you strike out Ozuna. Like I, I just I don't care about the career numbers. No, no, that, I was talking about yeah. Like no, 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 I know. Yeah. But I'll get there. But yeah, I, I, like after you strike after you strike out Ozuna, like I'm not bringing in Jeff Hoffman for Travis Arno. Okay, so I'm going to trust my ace there. But even if you did, like if you if you whatever Olsen, maybe you have Alvarado start that inning, and then it's Alvarado against all those righties. Is that something you want? If you if Olsen's on, then you bring in Hoffman immediately. Then who is pitching for for the right-handed bats late in the game? Do you trust Sir Anthony? So like, like ultimately the guys let him down tonight. Whereas on Saturday the guys did did a great job. Now maybe this is one of those instances where Sir Anthony has been one of your studs for the last couple of years, and just trust him in that spot over a Jeff Hoffman who has been a a journeyman and and one of the has just been a bust, frankly, for for being a top ten overall pick. So, like, do you go back to Sir Anthony in that spot over a guy who's kind of done that job for the last month and a half of the season? Like, I wouldn't have done that. I'm, I'm putting Jeff Hoffman in that spot. He made – you hitting Acuna was annoying because then it's like, okay, now you're, yeah. you're clearly a little bit rattled here. And what, what honestly annoyed me more than anything is that Austin Riley has had trouble all series long with 98 up. You had him beat with 98 up. And he sped up the bat by throwing that slider, and he went down and got it, and he took it out. It's it, it, again the the for as great as he was on Saturday tonight, he just trusted his ace, and ultimately that backfired. But if you're telling me the one guy that I want to trust on this team right now, I'm trusting Zach Wheeler. Yeah, and look, you can't have it both ways. You know, everyone was so mad at Topper last year for pulling Wheeler, and now they're mad for leaving him in. I mean, at some point, you have to have consistency with it. And Wheeler was great, like, until the Darno home run. Like, nothing oh. had been his fault, man. I mean, that, like, the only run was given up on an error, you know? So so I'm with you. I, I think you trust Wheeler. He was only at 80-something pitches. Like, I think you trust him in that spot. I, I agree. Let's get to the final play of the game. 215-592-9494. If you want to get in, we want to talk to you, react, see where the – the pulse of the fan base says, look, ultimately, I know there's a lot of frustration. I do think this had a chance to be over, and now it's a real deal series. Like, there's no question. But, you know, I, I joked, uh, uh, you know, after the game, it's like, you know, we did say go down to Atlanta and split. Like, that's all we wanted. It was just like, not like this. Don't do it like this. To your point, just get blown out tonight, whatever. Game twos. Like, if we could just eliminate all game twos oh. from series, it would be a beautiful thing. But they are 1-1 coming home to this ballpark where we know, you know, we've been so successful. So, uh, you know, I, to your point, I think it, it is a, a get angry tonight and then kind of, you know, breathe a little bit and get ready for Wednesday type of situation. But but before we go to the phones, and again, 215-592-9494 if you want to get in, let's talk about the last play of the game, Jack, because, yes. you know, obviously, yeah, you know, kind of a perfect capper for what was a perfect meltdown of a game. Uh, you know, so many things, you know, obviously so many people talk about the Chaz McCormick catch. I actually thought, you know, with the throw, it's impressive. I thought the McCormick catch was, was better, Way personally. Better. Yeah, thank you. Like, people you say it looks exactly like it. No, it didn't. No. Like, McCormick gave up his whole body going into that wall. Like, it's a different catch. Plus, he's from Westchester. Exactly. Plus, you know, it was in our building. Um, but, uh, look. Plus, it was game five. Uh, also, it was at World Series. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a hell of a play from Michael Harris. Casty, Casty, put it, put a drive in it, man. Oh god. Um, and look, Harper, I, I, I appreciate the aggressiveness. Like you can't get thrown out there. You just can't. You can't get thrown out there. Well, it's just at least go to second. 
you know, and, and yeah, it's stand right near second base. You score anyway. If the ball caroms off the wall there, you could be standing still on second base and still score there, Bryce. Well, if the ball if the ball caroms off the wall or you know bops off his glove or whatever, yeah, then you're you're at third base with one out with a chance. To score. Minimum, minimum. So it's it's Bryce. You know, uh, uh, if, listen. If Michael Harris drops that ball and and he's going all the way, he scores there. It's like, oh my god, what a what a heroic decision from Bryce. It was just a night of everything that they've been. Well, it's only been one game, so it's hard to say like the entire series. <laughs> um, but like they've been aggressive all series long. Um, they have they have trusted guys in big spots that haven't you know done it a lot in years past. A la Jeff Hoffman tonight. In big spots, Jeff Hoffman did the job in the fourth inning um, on Saturday. He did not do the job tonight. So you know the aggressiveness, the um, the, the 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 inexperienced guys in big spots, all that came back to bite him tonight. I would like Bryce to 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 be smarter there, but at the same time, if Michael Harris drops that ball or it does get past him, he thinks it get gets over his head. He's scoring, and we're we're celebrating Bryce and all of his hustle. So, um, it, it's more it more comes down to you break that game open early. You don't let it get that close late. Even if it does get that close late, you have more runs and 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 stuff to play with. Like mm-hmm. that game should have been. It should have been six nothing instead well, of four nothing. Well, it should have been a lot like game one last year down there against Freed. Where they score seven to six game exactly where they were able to get up big and then the Braves kept creeping back in until ultimately Castellanos made the big catch late. They just didn't do the job well enough early and throughout the game to extend that lead to where like when when they came, now they were wrong the broadcast was wrong where they said that they allowed ten base runners through four innings it was really it was it was really seven. So, but but when they said that, I was like, "Damn it, man!" Like that—that's something that comes back to bite you against a Braves team that is as good as they have been. Um, and, and really, listen, Trey made the unbelievable defensive play on Saturday. The double plays is, uh, you know, a Mount Rushmore type Phillies defensive moment in team history. But that error, simply put. It re-energized that ballpark and gave the Braves life. Four-one game, I get it. Did not need to happen. And to go with that, I mean, yeah, the the error, the error to break up the no hitter, yeah, no doubt, or the perfect game. I mean, yeah, that was uh, now now Wheeler was able to pitch around it, but that was a that was a horrendous. That was just he booted it. You know, it was like Jake Berger esque. Just a just a a little bit of a lack of attention to detail. Focus, focus. Yeah. Um and and ultimately a a total total missed opportunity. I think I think when we wake up tomorrow, all right, maybe not tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon, I think I'll feel okay because they did split in Atlanta. But man, for as much as we talk about big game Knowles and and trusting Aaron Nola, I mean that trust is going to be put to the test. And for as good and as how and how amazing Citizens Bank Park is. There also is a, a tendency to be tight, and I just hope that they go out, they take care of business, and they don't let Citizens Bank Park get tight on Wednesday because this is one of those games where you worry it has that carryover effect. Well, they got to do what they did last year. It, I mean, again, you know, is uh, even though it played out differently in terms of the way they won Game One and the way they lost Game Two against Atlanta, 
last year versus this year, you know, it's still just along that same track of this postseason, like eerily similar yeah, in the beats to last year. No, 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 but game. I mean the beats. Look, I mean, yes, I know what you mean, but they are coming back from Atlanta 1-1 with Nola on the hill at home. Like, same spot. Like, it's the same spot. It didn't play out exactly the same, and it feels different. But it's the exact same spot, like factually, that they were in last year. So you know they, but not, you know, but not circumstantially. Well, I mean, in, but I mean, no, I mean, in sense that yes, that was a frustrating loss, and and you hope it doesn't motivate the Braves and all that. But like factually, you're coming back one one with Nola on the hill. Like that mm-hmm. is the exact same situation. And look, ultimately, you know, the Braves were going to hit at some point. This is the best offense we've seen in our lifetime. They weren't going to get shut out twice at home. Like it was coming. It's just a shame that the Phillies, to your point, didn't get up enough earlier. And made silly mistakes to give away runs. All right, 215-592-9494. Let's get some reaction on the phones. It's Fritz at Seltzer. It's High Hopes Radio, a special edition of Final Out as we uh, react to the first loss of the postseason for the Phils this year, 1-1 series coming back. Wednesday night, game four. Let's start it out where we have every single post game so far. Granted, after wins. Tonight, after a loss, let's talk to our guy, Black Goody. What up, Bob? Baby mama, no low. Yes, we took an L tonight. I, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm not upset. It took. Uh, did you 10, did you watch it? Guys. I mean, that's a big oh, question. Oh. Did you watch oh, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I I I watched it. I yeah, didn't even get a take a bath from break. Like I I watched the whole game, play for play, moment for moment. And it took ten guys left on base, errors, uh, a magical catch at the wall, uh, one bad inning by Wheel who was dealing, for them to get a one run win in Atlanta. And all I wanted did was a split. And I thought we were going to come home and win, the, win at home and close it out of four. So I'm still on that mindset. And my goodness, the complaint, you're right, it's, it's such a small window of Topper's a genius to what is he doing, to Bryce is a passionate, to Bryce is a moron. And, I mean, at this point, I have trust and faith in this team, and I have trust and faith in this team at home in clutch moments. And the pressure of holding down one of the best offenses in MLB history to no hits is just silly. And again, we hurt ourselves. We gave them a game, but as far as giving them life, they're dead man walking, and they're going to have to come to Citizens Bank Park, and they're going to take these L's, and we're going to move on and move forward. So, yes, I got confidence in my heart. I don't know what the Phillies did to me, but I believe in them. I believe we're going to get these wins, and I'm upset, but I'm not crying myself to sleep tonight, Nolo. So hold your head up high. Nolo's going to do what he's got to do. It's the postseason. It's still in October, right? Yeah, it's still October. So let's go back home and get this cooking and get the job done. I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Love you. Love too, and buddy. look, yo, I actually agree that with him. me up a little bit. I, no, but Jack, I actually do feel that way. Like, I know that, you know, I'm frustrated about the loss and whatnot, but, and I, and I, you know, it'll be a, it'll stick with you tonight. But like, I really do feel confident. I really do. Like, I believe that they are going to win game three. I believe that the Braves in this building are not, like, the Braves are not built for this building. They're not built for this spot. And they got... Like, who is it? it died? I mean, we don't even know who's starting. Is it Elder? Bryce Elder is going to come in and win game three here. And then you got Strider, that loser in game four. Like, I still am incredibly confident in this team. I do think they're going to win this series. I, I just, you know, it was frustrating. And I, I felt like the frustrating thing for me is I thought they were going to win the series tonight, and they didn't. Yeah, like, I think I think my frustration point, I'm, I am... I think the Phillies win the series. I think they do it in five. If, I, if I'm being honest, oh buddy, I think we get a Wheeler start back in, back in Atlanta, and I, and I think he goes shove city again, and I think they win five. Um, I, I the, the the big thing for me tonight is that my 
and my biggest fear is they let that team start believing again. Now, this is obviously in the moment. Like last year, they had a, a big lead out in San Diego, and they blew that. They came back home, and it was a wrap. They got pretty much demolished last year in Atlanta in game two. Yeah, they got dem- shut out. Right. Um, and that was a clear, like, you know, we won game one. Let's just get back to Citizens Bank Park. What makes tonight frustrating is obviously four nothing lead, all the momentum, tight ballpark, a fan base that felt like they were ready to, to give up on their team and letting them feel something again. I, I think uh, that totally that's the big difference between this loss and some last of the losses year. from last year. Uh, like that, I think that Padres team was always losers. Like this team did win the World Series a couple of years ago. They are a team that for a majority of the last couple of years has, has owned our soul. Um you know, what What made Saturday so impressive was how the Phillies took that game from the Braves, and they came out and they had it again. It's not like the Phillies weren't into this game. Like, they, they were into it. They they had it. They had it by the stones, and they let it slip away with just just little, little mistakes. Um, so, yeah, like, come back to the bank. Like, if you like, if you just keep saying Bryce Elder over and over again in my head, like, I'll be like, okay, we're fine. You know what I mean? Like, if I just keep thinking about Bryce Elder on the mound, it's, it's Bank Park, I'll be okay. And then Strider, great. Um, it's just obviously heading back to the Bank Park up to oh, two chances to close out is a, is a million times better. But it's playoff baseball. It's never supposed to be easy, so whatever. Yeah, again, I, I, like we all thought they were going to split. We all hoped for a split. It just didn't play out the way we wanted to. And not yet, like that. Yeah, not like that. Exactly. We <laughs> woke up a giant, a sleeping giant, all that stuff. But again, I, I still believe in this group's resiliency. I believe in their, their – and I thought you saw it. Look, even in the ninth, even after that Austin Riley home run, like they were into it. Like they were on the top step. They believed Bryce was going to score. They believed that hit was going to go through. And like, you know, they didn't look demoralized, you know, which, which I think was important. I do believe that this group and and Castellanos' quote, we'll hear it coming back. 215-592-9494. Coming back, you're gonna hear Nick Castellanos, what he said after the game tonight. And I think that's the mentality that I, I we know that's the mentality this team has. And I think it's I think it's exactly what they need. Like I do believe him when he says what you're gonna hear coming up next. 215-592-9494. It's Fritz, it's Seltzer, it's a special edition of High Hopes Radio on Final Out. As we react to a Phillies loss in the postseason, almost forgot what that felt like. Uh, Let's hope we don't do it too much more. Uh, We'll continue to react, take your calls. And coming up next, Nick Castellanos, uh, a message about the team and to fans after the game. And and you're going to like what he has to say. That's coming up next. It's High Ups Radio. We'll be right back. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. I mean, that, you know, that's Nick Castellanos, of course, after the game. And, you know, Fritz, that's what I want to hear. Look, I I get it. That was a, a tough loss tonight. But I, I honestly believe him when he says that. I believe that that's the mentality of this group. I mean, they have battled adversity. They've been punched in the mouth before. And they do seem to, to bounce back. And they are a tight group. So I know it was frustrating, but you know, that's the message I want to hear. Yeah, and that felt like a um, 
that, that felt, and we talk about this a lot on the podcast, just felt like a video yearbook moment. Oh, yeah. Buddy. You know, like, they, oh, yeah. That's the one that gets replayed. You know, a tough loss in Atlanta. Uh, and, and Nick Castellanos after the game saying, yeah, this is what we do. Like, we, we get punched in the mouth. And listen, he's right. You know, that, this has been a team all year where it's like, oh, here, here's the loss that's going to kill him. Here's the loss that's going to crumble the team. You know, there's a lot of that early in September this year where, like, oh, here comes the collapse. Here comes this. Like, what was me? Sky is falling. And they have found a way to bounce back each and every time. The big question mark is because you know this and I know this. Um, you know, momentum is only as good as the next day's starter. It comes down to NOLA. And, and it's funny, James, because two weeks ago, a week ago, before the playoffs started, it was – you know, people would ask us, you know, what has to happen this postseason? Who's the biggest X factor? Who's the biggest question mark? Who has to step up up if this team's going to go far? And the most overwhelming and obvious answer was Aaron Nola. Well, this is it. <laughs> like, first round against a Marlins lineup that is feeble, not it. A 1-1 series back at Citizens Bank Park where you just lost a gut-wrenching game, that's a Nola moment. That's a Nola start. When you talk about rewriting a season that has been so not Aaron Nola, it's this start on on Wednesday night at Citizens Bank Park. This is the moment. This is the time where you let me know if you're different or same old Nola. Yeah, it's a great point. Like, we talk so much about that, the idea that Aaron Nola, after such a frustrating year and potentially his last year in Philly and all that type of stuff, how he has such an opportunity in front of him to really – reset his legacy here to to cement his legacy here and you're right like this is the spot 1-1 against that offense in our building like it's go time it, it's time for Anola to go out and shove and and look the the one thing I'll say in the end of the phones 215-592-9494 I do think that there is reason for confidence with Nola not just obviously in his last few outings but in the reason for his last few outings. You you know me, you are the same way. You are even more than me this way. A sucker for a mechanical change. What? Me? And, you know, I mean, like, that is a big deal, though. Like, when Nola has struggled like that, and then the way we've seen him pitch the last couple times out, and you hear that he made an adjustment, and he figured something out, like, I do buy into that stuff, Fritzy. Yeah, well, he's, he's made a mechanical adjustment. That's important. Also, I mean, just to <laughs> fact of the matter... His numbers, his numbers against the Braves at Citizens Bank Park are very good. Like, in his career, he has done well against that Braves team at, at Citizens Bank Park. So, the mechanical adjustment, important. Keeping the ball down, very good. The the, the uptick in, in change-up usage, really good. But, you know, the, the X factor on top of that, I guess, or the cherry on top, you could say, is he's been really good in his career against the Braves at home. So... You just have to hope he keeps that going because, like, that's, uh, again, tonight a possible, like, uh, you know, knockout blow in a way. It's time for this team to, to you know, pick themselves off the mat and get back out there, and that comes down to Aaron Nola. Like, the offense is going to have to do their thing as well, of course. Like, they're going to have to go out and score runs. But if Aaron Nola goes and, and is shove city, I mean, it's just going to lift the spirits of that ballpark. Like, if he goes out – uh, first inning, one, two, three, bang, right into the dugout. I think that just goes such a long way rather than <laughs> a long first inning, ballpark gets a little bit tight, and then all of a sudden playing from behind, go out, get on top early, and take care of business. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phone. Let's go to Nebraska. 
and talk to Lewis. Hey, Lou. Fellas, what's going on, man? Nothing much, Lou. What do you got for Nebraska, us? Nebraska, my man. How you doing, Lou? Yeah, I am, uh, I'm from Ballot Kinwood. I'm in a golf tournament right now. I'm a professional golfer, so in my wow. hotel room as we speak, watching the devastating loss. Um, oh, no. Sounds horrible. Yeah, just, just got a couple um, points I want to make. I mean, listen, I know you guys talked about how Wheeler, you know, do you pull him, do you not pull him? I mean, the guy had 10 cases, guys, mm-hmm. up to the sixth, you know, and ended a fifth. So I'm like, this guy is, you know, Pitching a no hitter, right? I mean, you know, should have been off. a perfect game at that point, still. Hundred percent. So I feel like you gotta you gotta ride your ace there. Um, and then we know we have a good you know good bullpen, and I think you leave Alvarado out there just for for one more batter, even though Hoffman's been great all season. But you know, this is tough. I was just telling my brother here, he's catting for me. He's like, listen, before this game, if if we took a split, we'd be happy, right? Obviously not not in this fashion, but I think I think the guys come out. You know, citizens is going to be rocking, absolutely bananas when we come back there. So you know, I believe Castellanos and, and what he's talking about, and I think we get the dub in four. I don't think we're going to go back to Atlanta. Lewis, I love it, and I love that mentality. And and Jack, look, I I'm going to make a comparison that's going to be a little frustrating. But, like, think about the 7 nothing Phillies game last year at Citizens Bank Park. Like, that felt like a knockout blow, didn't it? It felt like, all right, World Series over. The Houston Astros are cooked. They can't win here. This is done. And the momentum was the, the next day's starting pitcher and the relievers after him, and the series was never the same. The same. So, like, I understand how that could be a frustrating loss there, but I, I just I don't think that just because they lost this game that way – that it should change too much. Like, it was frustrating, and I'm not happy with the way it played out, but, like, they split down there. Like, that was the goal, and they did it. Well, yeah, and I think that as we roll around to Wednesday morning, I think I'll be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think by Wednesday morning, and I think for a lot of the fan base and, and the players, the players will probably, you know, flush it before the, before we do. But I think by the time that Wednesday rolls around, it's going to be like, bleep it. You know what I mean? Like, one one, you went down there, you did your job. Now we're back home. Like, let's go do what we do. Pick the team up and and let's get this thing back on track. The one thing is, is that I'm, I'm trying to remember a game that was really like that, like like where they were up big. Like the Padres game, sorta in, in game. Two, it was just but, too quick. They were up four nothing, but it was like they, it, the it lead was, was going like that. It was two innings, and it was like, all right, well we're done, you know. The only one I mean the Cliff Lee game is is well, is, yeah, is the perfect comp, you know. It is. It is. It is. But I'm just trying to think of of last year with this team. You know, the, the closest game comp is probably game 5. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, <laughs> it's probably great. Awesome. probably game 5, which yeah. is it's the it's the only thing that's making me be like, "Oh god." You know, like that's 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 what thinks about it. But yeah, I think I think by Wednesday, I think we wake up you know, tomorrow's going to be annoying. Tomorrow's going to be like, why did you do this? Why did you do that? Um, but by Wednesday, it's going to be a lot of, we split, in, we split in Atlanta, and that's all I can ask for. You know what it's going to turn into for me, James? It's going to turn into a win's a win with the Eagles early in the season. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where it's like, that's going to be the main talking point. And, and it's like, I get it. Like, like this is, I guess this is where I'm at. It's like, I get it. I get it they split in Atlanta. I get it the Eagles are winning games while not playing the prettiest of football. I understand that. It's just the circumstances to which we get to that point is is making it it frustrating. The one thing that 
that I, I guess I'm coming back to with, with some of the decision-making tonight is if you've already committed and maybe it's, maybe it's pushing him too early and, and having him face that amount of hitters is just a lot, but keeping Alvarado in, in, in the eighth, I know a, I know a righty's coming up in just keeping him for the rest of the inning. You're saying, yeah, but like he's one of your high leverage guys. He's your he, best guy. He's like ultimately, if you have to choose one reliever to get one out or whatever you want to say it, it's it's Alvarado. It's Alvarado, and it's not like you don't trust him against righties. He's someone that you know that has no problem, and and he was he's your, he's your closer in a sense. If that was the ninth inning, put him on Acuna. He probably doesn't hit him. Could Acuna take you deep there? Yeah. Um, Albies is is better from the um is better from, from the, the right, right side. side. Yeah, so you'd want to. But I just I I've, maybe I'm naive. I've just never really been totally afraid of Ozzy Albies. Um, but I just Alvarado's a guy that you, you should trust a lot. And while Hoffman, and this is all this is my biggest question with Hoffman down the stretch, James was they're putting him in big spots, they're putting him in high leverage spots, but you just never know until the the lights shine the brightest. And even in the fourth inning that he got out of on Saturday, he had to walk he, first. He, he, he walked the guy first and, and made it more tight than he had to. Comes in tonight, first battery hits or first battery faces he hits. So, you know, I wonder if they start thinking, okay, maybe let's go back to Sir Anthony. But at the same time, that's also a high wire act. You know what, you know what this all could come down to? Did they trust Kirkring? Yeah. Like, who is who is the right – if you're ranking the right-handed relievers right now, I mean, Kimbrell no one has faith in. Sir Anthony, I think, is is building back faith, but it's still a question mark. Hoffman, through two outings, been more of a question mark than an answer. Maybe they try Kirkring. Yeah, look, they're going to have to find someone who's going to get outs in that spot. <laughs> you know, that's what it comes down to. Uh, I, I'm just still floored. I did not expect Jack Fritz to make the first Eagles reference to the show. Two one five five nine two. You know what I always say. Ninety four ninety four. Go birds. That's right? hey, cut that audio. I you will appreciate this. So I was watching the game with uh, neighbor Tommy, our good buddy Brandon Lee Gowton, and neighbor Dan. And uh, early in the game, uh, neighbor Tommy started throwing out some Eagles thoughts to Brandon, and I was like, nope. I was like, no. We're not talking Eagles right now. There's a Phillies playoff game going on right now. Shut it down. And I thought of you, and I thought how much you would appreciate that. So that was Thank for you, buddy. You know? Appreciate you. I got yeah. you back. All right, let's go back to the phones. Go to West Philadelphia and talk to Cody. Hey, Cody. Hey, what's up, guys? That was a pretty tough game. But, uh, you know, a couple things I wanted to say. I mean, obviously we weren't – I don't think anyone realistically was expecting us to sweep the Braves. Uh, mm-hmm. they, their team is great. Yeah, it wasn't until we were up 4 nothing. you know, I, yeah, I think yeah. is the thing. And if you read online right now, it feels like at some point in today's game, everyone's attitude changed and we were expecting a sweep, which I think is a little naive. But I think at the end of the day, like today's game comes down to the offense. There was so many missed opportunities. We left so many on base. And, you know, like I try to avoid advanced baseball statistics, but the expected batting average on that Nick Castellanos. Uh, oh, I can only imagine. It's got to be like 8 20. Yeah, I was going to say close to 800. Yep. Well, that's making so, my night worse. I don't blame yes. Harper for running on yeah. that. And look, I mean, Casty was really good tonight. Had the two hits, you know, put it, put a, put a drive into that one. Yeah, look, sometimes players make plays. And, and to Jack's point, you know, Guys made plays for Rob Thompson on Saturday, and and they didn't tonight. 
Yeah, I have a tough time, you know, swallowing this one because it does feel like we wasted uh, a Wheeler start that is really like uh, you can argue that maybe he shouldn't have come out in that inning or, or, you know, to do another. But at the end of the day, it felt like all the momentum shifted when Trey Turner made that error. Yeah. Like, the crowd yep. was dead silent. And, no, you know, it really did, Cody. On. And Cody, good call. Yeah, Jack, I it's one of those things where I'm not going to blame the error for losing the game because it was one run. It was a dumb moment, but they were up for it's like the. And it's different, but it's like the whole Bartman thing, you know, with the Cubs where everyone, like, blames Bartman when it's like, you still had a lead in that game and you still had to lose two more games after that loss to to actually lose that series. Like, you can't pin it on that moment. But there are definitely moments that can swing momentum, and that did feel like one of those. Yeah, I guess the one part of that is that, I mean, Wheeler did work his way through it only allowing the one. It's not like all of a sudden it was like bang the floodgate. Exactly. Exactly. Like he got out Riley and and I guess, you know, I think, you know, we are, you know, big on the, the, the idea of big momentum pitch. Let's end it there. And I know I'm going against myself. So if you have Riley, if you have Alvarado ready for the seventh Alvarado on Olsen and then a couple of the righties, does that change that inning? maybe um but at the same at the same point like i i just i will always i will never crush a manager for trusting a an ace that was pitching as well as Zach Wheeler was like i just i i can't do that i can't i can't be the whole you you've been in a especially manager. not after last year in the world series like we can't speak out both sides of our mouth there right yeah it, this is the like this was the ultimate game and i think that i think the more and more we get away from it like look at everything that had to go right for the Braves to get back into that baseball game i mean a lot of things had to go right uh again if if, if riley is a little earlier that's a freaking lazy fly ball to marsh uh, my one criticism is that i would like to have seen what 98 up in the zone looks like against uh against riley in that spot but you know, the, the contrary to that, I mean, Jeff Hoffman's go-to pitch is that slider. So he made his best pitch in a 3-2 count, and and the guy hit it out. You know, it, it's it's probably the most, like, that's baseball kind of game, and that's why, you know, it's it's the most jubilant and, and crushing sport of all time. But, like, tonight was just – it was just so much of, well, that's baseball. It's just the worst to go through in the moment. Yeah, it, there there was nothing more painful. And, you know, when you add in the fact that, you know, for seven innings or whatever, we're sitting there envisioning 2-0 going back to the bank. You know, it was to have that ripped away from you in such a painful fashion against a team that we hate. Like, you know, it doesn't get much worse than that. But, again, the Phillies have always lost game twos and bounced back. It's kind of what we do, historically speaking. A crushing game two loss. It's what no. we do, buddy. No and then we better. bounce back and look they are coming back to the bank that ballpark has been crazy already this run obviously was crazy last year and I do think that Braves team is 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 nervous to come back into that ballpark so I do think the Phillies have that going for them dude it it is actually crazy like when you think about it the amount of game two losses they've had like the four nothing game in in 2011 in game two was obviously the one that sticks out but besides that they've all just they've kind of just gone down in whimpers after winning game one like can you tell me one thing that happened in game two of the 08 World Series after winning game one? You know, like, no, game... I just know they lost it and then they won the next three and we're good. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm just trying to, like, I'm trying to, like, of notable game twos, like, it's, it's pretty much the, it's the four nothing Cliff League game. Yep.
Yeah, it's a 4 nothing Cliff League game, but they've lost many, many game twos. I mean, they lost multiple in 09, multiple in 08, obviously uh, multiple last season, and, and they bounced back in, in almost all those series. Obviously, the Astros won. Didn't work out. All right, 215-592-9494. One more segment for us to go. We'll continue to take your calls and react to a very frustrating loss down in Atlanta, but the Phillies come back. Tied 1-1 Wednesday night, 5.07 down at the bank. We'll get into that coming up as well. It's Fritz and Seltzer. It's High Ops Radio on a special day. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know, you absolutely want to come in and, and go 2-0, right? Um, but we did our job. You know, we went 1-1, one and, one and we're going back home to, to play 2 in front of our home crowd, and um, I think we're all looking forward to that. Yeah, look, I know tonight sucked, and it sucked. It sucked, it sucked, it sucked. There's no other way to say it. But, I mean, they they split. <laughs> they are coming home to a place that has been an absolute dominant place for them against the team that was terrified to come in here last year, Fritzy. I, I really, like, it sucked. I definitely, I, I did not have fun tonight. But I, I, am, I am surprisingly more confident heading into game three after this than I would have expected to be, or than I was, like, right when this game ended tonight. Yeah, well, yeah, it took me 40 minutes. Full disclosure, you know, I'm pretty. I'm just letting I'm let you know, the sports radio listeners know. Eventually, on the high hopes feed, that those people know, I really don't handle losses well. Oh, like, buddy, I think I think the vast majority of people who ever heard you talk know that. I don't need you to hit the breaking news sounder. No, but I. What's I the just, opposite of breaking news? I just really like when this team loses. It's not great, um, but but Bryce bleeping elder is not coming into Citizens Bank Park. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like this is coming down to this is coming down to the Strider starting Game Four. Oh, you don't say. Which is you good. Don't for us. say. I I will say. Feels like we're getting a little cocky with the Spencer Strider thing. Um, just because he, he, I mean, he did strike out nearly a hundred more batters than innings pitched this year, like he's he's pretty good. Oh, what is um, he, is he? What's his record against the Phillies in the playoffs? I, I can't remember. Is it one two? Okay, I'm just checking. I just want to make so, sure I got that right. So, uh, yeah, it took me 40 minutes. It was a really, uh, really tough game. Really tough game. But uh, we'll pick ourselves off the mat, get back out there, and uh, when when when. Wednesday rolls around, I will be and you will be absolutely geeked up and ready to go. I believe in you, buddy. I believe in you. It's going to be awesome. We'll be down there. It's going to be a party. And Noel's going to shove. I'm saying it right now. All right, let's go back to the phones. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Atlanta and talk to our guy, Nick. What up, Nick? 
Yo, guys, long time no talk. I think uh, since last year, around this yeah, same time, right? This time, yeah. But I just want to shout out Truist Park for my $100 ticket in the Hank Aaron Terrace in left field. Uh, <laughs> that Steal. Riley Homer was a complete no-doubter from there, by the way. But Really? Uh, it didn't yeah. on camera. See, I, was like, I thought it was out immediately. Really? Yeah, I did when I was. Well, watching, you know me. I thought the Alvarez home run was a pop up. So I maybe and I also a bad Austin gauge. Riley. You just never expect him to hit one because you know. Yeah. I mean, I will speak to the like the stadium. Like they weren't just tight, Jack. Like they were afraid. Like the whole city was afraid. Really, and after Freed put thirty pitches in the first and Wheeler struck out the side, like the outcome felt sort of inevitable, and that's why like the loss hurt so much, right? Like. I can't blame Topper for that decision, like you guys said. Wheeler's dealing, and, you know, you trust him to get Ozuna and Darno in that spot. It, it hurts that it was Darno that hit that homer. It really hurts. Yeah, I know. Uh, but but the 10 postseason really hurts home runs in hindsight. And, uh, you know, I think they left men on base every inning, one through eight. Is my scorecard's right. So Awesome. You know, there were a lot of chances there. <laughs> That's super cool. Uh, Wait, did yeah, you, you, yeah. Kept the, you kept the, the book down there? It's good work. I'm looking oh, at yeah, Dan got, Wilson right now. Book. He's the biggest smile on his face. Dan Wilson, you're, you made his day. Dan now, can you, can you burn? Can you burn tonight or are you going to – or what? Yeah, we'll see what happens with the rest of the series, right? Oh, uh, that's yeah, a good call. I like see that. See Nick, we got to get Jack where he needs to be right now. Jack, Jack's a little down. We got to bring him back. Yeah, well, you know what, Jack? Uh, I thought we were going to banish the ghosts of Truist Park, but it's still a house of horror, as it turns out, right? Yeah, so it's still there. Uh, yeah, it was annoying when Riley, and it, it wasn't even that good. You know, the Riley catch down the third baseline, looking eerily similar to the one last year, just oh, not as impressive. No, oh, what a catch! Oh my God! It's like, come on, like enough already. Yeah, well, hopefully we don't have to be back here on Friday, but I got my tickets if, if need be. So uh, let's get it done in Philly. Love it, Nick. Great call, buddy. Uh, yeah. I it, Look, that was, um, you know, it, it. it's one of those things, Jack, where as it was playing out, as as fr- you, we texted, you, me, and Elliot, we have our text thread, and Elliot's like, you know, game over, we got this. And you and I were both like, bro, we've seen this loss a thousand times. No, <laughs> we're like, no. It's like, like <laughs> talking to Elliot during, like, it's just, it's like watching a child. You know what I mean? Like it's like watching a child who who's figure watching. something out. Like, oh, how does this work? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Now Elliot is thirty-five, um, so I don't know if I should have put his age out there, but Elliot is is in his mid-thirties, really I think experiencing, it's fine. Yeah. really experiencing playoff baseball for the first time. So you know him being all wide-eyed and like, no, they're gonna win was so <laughs> cute. Like it was just so cute, but. Um, we knew, and I will say, you know, in in the private text thread that is now being brought out to the public, um, I, I do think I think he's right about the Turner play. I mean, like, ooh, ooh, look at this. Well, so, so it, for what it's worth, a little context. Elliot said that the Turner play was the biggest reason they lost the game. Well, I'm said, not going that far. Well, but that's I, what he said. It's, I I pushed back on that. I, but it was it was a huge just momentum swing and, and letting that that crowd believe for the first time in a while in that game. So that that from that standpoint, it's one of those plays I think we'll look back on and say, if that happens, how does that series play out? But really, it was just like, tonight was one of those games where after, I don't know, the, the fifth inning, sixth inning, every single button that was pushed just ended up not working out well. Um, and it was a lot of guys who had had really good years that have been pitching well down the stretch here. It's not like you put in anyone that was a scrub. You know what I mean? Like, like Rob Thompson tonight trusted Zach Wheeler, who was pitching phenomenally. He trusted Jose Alvarado, who who did his job. He trusted Jeff Hoffman, who was their 
best right-handed option out of the bullpen heading into the postseason. And, you know, they, they, they just didn't get the job done. They, they did not get the job done. And that stinks. But I, I'm already at the point, James, where I, I can't listen to the belly aching for the next couple of days. Like, like, let's go. I think, like, listen, I'm sorry. Wish they would have won. They should have won. They, they, they possibly woke up a sleeping giant. I get all that. But you're telling me a game three at Citizens Bank Park with Aaron Nall on the mound versus Bryce Elder, and I, I, I have to be woe is me, Mopey? Can't do it. Can't do it, buddy. I'm right there with you, and that's the way I feel too. And, man, speaking of Mopey and crybabies, like, it, could, could Braves fans just shut up a little bit? Oh, the time off. Oh, like, I am so sick of it. All right, let's squeeze another call. Let's go to Churchville and talk to Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, Brian. Good, Brian. What's up, man? Probably, probably a stupid question. But, yeah, uh, yeah, we're awesome. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Things are great. Yep. Yeah. So, first time talking to you, James. Appreciate your work. Oh, so, thanks, Brian. Um, appreciate it. Man. Yeah. So, anyway, all right. I'll, I'll start off with the positive. I, I, I mean, I still think they win the series. I, I, I do. I think that the, you know the Braves coming to the bank will will you know completely. And it's interesting, Jack. You said you think it might go five. You know. Um, but uh, I, I still – and I had him in four to start with. I'm going to stick with that. Same. But, but, but my, my, my goodness, um, yeah, tonight was just – it was <laughs> – was, and I know none of us want to hear it, but it, it was just – you had one of the best – I mean, they didn't score – I forget the first inning they scored, but for like 14, 15 innings, this team didn't score. It was the sixth. They got one in the sixth, two in the seventh, two in the eighth. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, you know, so they went 14 innings without scoring. And, 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 and I agree with the last caller and we got, what you guys were just talking about. That, that Turner, I, I mean, let me say, I think the runners in scoring position is the number one reason they lost. And, you know, mm-hmm. the lack of Which hits. is what I said, too. Yes. But the, the Turner error, it just, it just gave some life to that stadium and to the team, you know, and it was just, it was, it was, it was tough. It was tough. It was tough. Yeah, and Brian, thanks for the call, man. Great to talk to you. And it was, you know, I think that sums it up well. <laughs> no other way to say it than it was just a, it was a tough way to lose a playoff game, man. Like it stunk, and and I think you know we all kind of went into tonight saying it'd be cool to win. We got Wheeler on the hill. I think we have a real chance. But if we don't, that's cool. One one, we did our job. Like Bryce said, we did our job down there. But then the way it plays out, you know, it leaves a bad taste in everyone. Yeah, time. I hope they have more of the mindset of we did our job. You know well, what I mean? Bryce, like, I, that's what Bryce said, man. Yeah. I, I do believe him when he says that. I really I, do. I would almost treat this as it didn't happen. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, as like best pretend as, it didn't happen. I love as, that as best as you can. Pretend it didn't happen. Like I don't think I, th- I don't think Trey will be over this game for a while. Yeah, you know, I, like I, I think this is one that he'll kind of wear for a little bit, and hopefully it's not something that that has a carryover effect, and he just c- can get off to a hot start. Standing on Wednesday. Oh, is it oh. time? Oh. <laughs> No, but um, yeah, even as he runs out the shortstop, not that yeah, the play this time. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, yeah, and I hope it's one of those games where they're like, yeah, whatever, we did a job. You know what I mean? Like, like don't don't wear this one too heavily because I think that actually has a a, a negative effect on you. So, um, yeah, 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 tough one. But I mean, at the same time, James, we're gonna get him Wednesday, buddy. This is playoff baseball. This is playoff. We got a playoff series. You said it. Look again. It would have been nice to just you know. Sweep the Braves, and they had the look too. I think that's what it was like. I know, man. Saturday they go down there, they shut them out. They come out tonight. Start Wheeler. Hot. I mean Wheeler again. Oh. I don't think you know because of the way it went. I don't think we we gave enough 
you know, shine or credit to just how awesome Wheeler was tonight. You know, like, I mean, again, he was, he was unhittable for five innings, like literally unhittable. And, uh, you know, it was frustrating to see that start, not kind of come away with it, with a win as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. All right. Uh, Fritzy, we'll be all right, pal. We'll be all right. Yeah. We'll be all right. Don't take it too hard. I know you, you will, but try not to. Okay. Yeah. Go on so, a walk with walk in the morning and, you know, we'll sort it out. Well, yeah. So, yeah. So I probably will. And then walk walk in uh, Jill are going to Montana for the next week. So um, okay. I get, I you get to be alone al- with your thoughts. Great. I get to be alone Uh-oh. with my baseball thoughts. So Uh-oh. Let's just let's just put this as simple as possible. Someone check in on Jack, please. You better win games three you and four. You better, dude. You better. You, you know who's not going to be handling it well? <laughs> this guy. Yeah, I know. Um, but, uh, all right, uh, final message here, because I guess we're signing off, right? Yes, that is correct. All right. <laughs> that is correct. It's but, bedtime for your boy. Oh, well, hold on. What, what time? You have to get up for, for something in the morning? Um, my, my final message is this. Tonight really sucked, okay? That is obvious. Don't hit the breaking news sounder. Zach Wheeler was great again. They did have the lead. They blew it. And it's one of those games where if you do look back at the series and you look back, I don't know, five years from now, like, well, damn it. You should not have done that. But at the same time, Bryce freaking Elder is not coming in to Citizens Bank Park on Wednesday in front of that atmosphere and shutting the Phillies down. That is something that I can promise you. Um, it was a bad night. Flush it. Don't think about it. Have a good ride home. Hang out. Come back on Wednesday. Sleep this one off. When you wake up Wednesday morning, we got a job to do. It's time to go up to one. What Fritz said. Nailed it. Perfect. Couldn't agree more. All right. Thank you to uh, Dan Wilson doing a great job producing the show. Thank you to everyone who called in. Literally could not do the show without you. If you're on the line now, stay on Jody Mack. Oh, the Mac man on baseball. No one knows it better. Tune in. I will be listening to Jody. You should too. Uh, Fritz and I will be back together pre-game for game three Wednesday night. We'll be down at the ballpark. Come say hi to us. We're going to the game. I assume we are, aren't we? If not, we'll definitely be doing post-game. Oh, so because it's it's an earlier game, of course. Never mind. So we we, won't be doing pre-game. We will be doing (laughs) post-game Wednesday. My fault. I didn't think about the earlier start. Wednesday post game, Fritz and I'll be down there. Either way, we'll be at the game. Come say hi. Until then, uh, handle some business, boys. Let's get it done on Wednesday. We'll be back to talk to you then. He's Fritz and Seltzer. Thanks for listening to another edition of High Hopes Radio right here on 94 WIP.